and welcome back to So Talk to Me. Glad you're here. Thanks for listening. Hi. Hey, this is episode 99. 99. Mm-hmm. Dang, one more week. Yeah. So get ready. Get your questions ready. We've already had one asked towards us. Oh, really? Yeah, but it was oh, kind nice. of a joke. Oh. Yeah. Come one, on, people. It's one we can't answer. That's okay. I like jokes. <laughs> you like jokes too. Don't be like that. I do, but I want people to ask us questions. Yeah, that's like true. Actual that's true. questions. I do want real questions. Actually participate. You know, that's just how it goes sometimes. <laughs> and I get it. It's easy to ask joke questions. It's fun to be funny. So, uh, yeah. How's it going? Um, pretty good. Yeah, it's been a good day. Pretty chill. We went to Oh nice. Yeah. Um we went to Costco. Mm-hmm. Which is one of my favorite places to go. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love Costco. I mean, I just love shopping in general. Like particularly grocery oh, shopping and yeah, like great. clothes shopping. <laughs> just kidding. Um it's fun for me. And I like being out and like around people. Mm-hmm. So, and so do the kids. They love Costco. <laughs> yeah. Because they get pizza and soda when we go to Costco. <laughs> oh, dang. Well, then. Why no are you wonder. having that reaction? We do that every single time we go. Oh, okay. Well, then. You're usually no with wonder. us when we go. <laughs> no, not when you take your monthly Costco trips. Yeah, usually. Because it's, yeah. You say usually. I think it's just literally just last time. No. You've come with Mm. us most of the times. Mm, I don't know about that. Anyways. I mean, we literally only go to Costco once a month. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. We love Costco. I like buying food. (laughs) It's fun. I like food. All right. That's great. (laughs) You like this is riveting conversation. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yep. We went to Costco and then um, we started watching Beauty and the Beast this morning. Mm-hmm. They liked that, but I think they prefer The Lion King. Ah, it wasn't too scary for them. I don't think so. Good. They weren't acting scared. They would. They kept like at the scary parts. They would ask me like, "What's going to happen?" Mm-hmm. Be like, mommy, what's going to happen? And I'd be like, I don't know. Watch and find out. (laughs) You lied to them. You did know. Um, But yeah, I like watching Disney movies that I grew up with, with Mm -hmm. my kids. It's fun. Um, Yeah. And went to Costco and that was pretty much my day. I did my leg workout. And... I should have gotten up and done that in the morning, but I didn't. And so I had to do it in the middle of the afternoon when it was boiling in the garage. And now I'm really tired. <laughs> cool. So, and have like dried sweat all over me. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. That's just how it goes. <laughs> but you don't have to shower. Because we're going to go float the river tomorrow. Well, I'd, I'd like to rinse off before I sleep because I don't want to get, I don't, I don't want to sleep in my sweat. Anyway, 
That's gross. That's true. Um, Meh. I don't think I'd be able to sleep very well because I just feel dirty. Anyways. But yeah, we're going to the coal mall tomorrow mm-hmm. to float. Got some inner tubes. And not just like normal inner tubes. They're like the fancy inner tubes with the netting at the bottom. Pretty sweet. And cup holders. And yeah, your sister is awesome and letting us borrow them. Yeah. So, and it's the first time the kids will be like going floating floating down the river mm-hmm. so yeah should be fun. fun hope they don't fall in but why are we doing this why Joshua? would you like to tell the nice people why it sounds like fun and and because it's our anniversary if we haven't made that known in previous episodes it's our 10th year what, what? of marriage yeah, I'm pretty sure we've been talking about it like ever since we went Big to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, we we celebrated our anniversary in June when we went to the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. Um, but our anniversary is actually today when you're listening to this. Or I don't really know when exactly you're listening to this. But August 9th the is day our anniversary. This episode <laughs> drops. Yes. It's been 10 years since we first got married. Those crazy kids. Ten sanctifying years. Man, oh man. It's true. If you're if you're alive and you're a Christian, you're probably being sanctified. So it's true. Yeah. It, it is, and if you're married, ten God tends years. to really use your marriage That's in true. your sanctification. It's true. Like everything else. <laughs> that God tends to use everything. For the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. <laughs> oh, snap. First Bye. drop. <laughs> um, so, yeah. How was your day? It was busy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. It was like, I mean, between like side hustle and work, it was over 12 hours. Yeah. So, it was just. Left early, got home late. Yeah. Yeah. At least you got to see the kids this morning. Yeah. Yeah, they woke up early, so mm-hmm. I got to see them. But yeah, busy day. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that's happened this week. We did finish up Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of Stranger Things? Season three. Um, I... I enjoyed it while I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't say that I necessarily really cared about watching it. If that makes sense, like okay, I don't know. I felt I felt like okay, we've been watching the series. Like we've watched the you know first season, second season. So like I'm sort of just committed to watching it i don't necessarily (laughs) like didn't really want to oh but like uh, like i was more just committed to sort of like oh my gosh felt like i needed to because i was committed to the series i mean i could have just watched it without you we were watching it together um i had no idea you felt that way well okay here's why because it's the same thing every season. 
It's just details change, you know, like it's the same thing. Oh, a gate opens, a creature thing gets out and they have to close a gate and kill this creature. Like it's the same thing each season. Um, They just go about it in different ways. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I I feel like if I didn't watch this season, I wasn't really missing much. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, they didn't necessarily expound on any certain characters or anything like that. Like, I don't know. There wasn't... Um, there wasn't some big thing that you found out. You know what I mean? Like, it's just sort of the same thing over again. Okay. Just maybe flashier. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, there was there was a big thing at the end of the last episode that kind of changed everything. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying the post-credit stuff. Oh, okay. I'm okay, talking okay. about like the end of that episode. Yeah. Changes things. Right. For the rest and of the show. they should have just ended the series there. Well, yeah. But money. So, yeah. you know, I'm there will be more. I'm mad that they're making another one. Well... I was going to say, we'll just see what it's like, but now that I know you feel obligated to watch it, I guess I'll just watch it by myself. Well, especially because of that post-credit scene, like, it just didn't make any sense. No, it didn't. And I don't know how to, I can't really talk about it without giving spoilers, so, like, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. But, yeah, it just didn't make any sense. The things that they are hinting at at the post-credit scene seem to directly contradict some of the things that happened in the, in season. the season. Yeah. So, and, and things that happened, especially at the end of the season. Yeah. So it felt like, you know, like as they were wrapping things up, now it's kind of reversed and it's not wrapped up and it's like, wait, but you just, you, you, you just did something yeah, to like make this crescendo, the ending of the, ep- the season but now it seems like you're going back on it. It just, yeah, yeah. The big thing that happened this season, and I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not going to say exactly what it was, but the big thing that happened this season, you could tell they were kind of, um, how do I put this? They did not make it explicit. They simply heavily implied it so that it feels like they might go back on it. Which how ambiguous would be can you be? Very frustrating. <laughs> how big can you be? Um, so, yeah. Well, also, like I don't know, the the kids are getting older. Like you can only make it last for so long. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the whole thing was centered around like this group of kids. You know, kind of like a Goonies thing. Mm-hmm. But they're getting older, and so yeah, that was one thing that I noticed about the season. Um, and it, like the first two seasons, the, the kids had built such a rapport with me that I liked seeing them older as teenagers. Like it made sense the way that their characters changed. However, if I was just dropped into the third season, I would not like most of the kids. Yeah. Like, and it's cause they're teenagers. Like right. teenagers are just punks. It makes sense. And I say teenagers, I mean, they're like young teenagers, preteens around there. 12, 13, something like mm-hmm. that. Um, 
but I mean, they yeah. they do stupid things because they're young and stupid. Like it makes sense character wise, but like if this was all I knew about them, I wouldn't like a lot of them. Yeah, you'd probably hate Will. <laughs> the ones that I would like the mo- <laughs> the one that I would like the most is Steve, who was a punk in yeah. the first season. <laughs> you know, it's like the character you didn't like right. starting out, and now he's and now you do like him. He's kind of had his little arc. Yeah. Of where, like, he's not in high school anymore. And so now he's gotten, like, a taste of the real world. And he's, yeah, he's smarter because he's he's grown through adversity as well. Mm -hmm. So, like, he's, yeah, he's probably, like, the coolest one of all the characters because a lot of them just, yeah, are are annoying in and of themselves. But they're doing teenagerly things. You know, I mean, even, um, I can't even think of their names, like Nancy and what's the brother, the older brother's name? I feel dumb. I can't think of his name. But even they, they were just okay. You know, it's like, because I've seen them up to this point, I wanted to see what they were up to, but they were just okay. Honestly, they didn't really, it wasn't anything that made me, because in, in, like in the first season, Nancy went from just like, bleh, I don't like her to, you know, like she Okay, she's kind of bad, eh? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Trying to think of a way Um, to say that without saying that. Yeah. Well, and like, there were things that happened in the second season that they just did not even like mention at all. Yeah. In the third. Which is weird. Which seemed like, yeah, like made up of probably at least half of the second season. Yeah. And they didn't even like mention it. They just kind of dropped those threads. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's what the fourth season will be about. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I don't even know if I care. Yeah. But. <laughs> well, clearly, it sounds like, if everyone else can't pick up on this, it sounds like I'll be watching the fourth <laughs> season alone. Although that doesn't, I mean, I go through shows way more slowly if it's alone, because I just don't watch very much TV. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, those are our. Thoughts on Stranger Things. Vague thoughts on Stranger Things. Three. Yep. Because that's what the credits say. Like, instead of season, it just says Stranger Things 3. Yep. It's their style. So, yeah. Uh-huh. So, you know, we've kind of put that show on the coals and picked it apart. Um, we weren't very gracious with that show. But <laughs> what we did want to talk about today... <laughs> oh, snap. ...was God's grace. <laughs> I know that was a really bad segue. It was it was way too forced, but we're rolling with it anyway. That's rolling. just how it goes. Um, so yeah, we've been talking about what the essentials of Christianity. Um, we talked about the the gospel for the past two weeks, mm-hmm. and then before that, we talked about the deity of Christ. We wanted to talk about because we're just you know kind of just throwing out random concepts here, <laughs> um, not random concepts in a random order. Um, next we wanted to talk about grace alone and what exactly does that mean? It's one of the five solas. If you've, if you've ever heard of that. Right. Um, right. So, oh yeah. Sorry. I mean, are you asking me that question? Yeah. Okay. What does it mean? (laughs) What does grace alone mean? Okay. So grace alone is just like a short way of saying that we are saved um by grace alone Mm -hmm. so we're saved by god's grace alone so it's not 
any of our doing. Right. We didn't have anything to do with our salvation. It was all God's grace. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what it means. There, Obviously, there are other truths that follow that, like we're saved by God's grace through faith mm-hmm. in Christ. So, like, so you mentioned the five solas, like grace alone, faith alone, Christ alone. Those three just sort of, like, meld together in my mind. Gotcha. Because they're all present in the, what, that Ephesians verse, Ephesians, what, chapter two, verse eight through nine. They're like all present right there. Gotcha. But yeah, that's my little definition Mm -hmm. of grace alone. So when you say that it is all, um, it's God, it's all God, it's nothing from us. Mm -hmm. Like what, how does that work? Because obviously when we are saved, like we do experience something, right? We Mm -hmm. are the, we do, you know, we talked about the gospel, like repent and believe is part Mm -hmm. of the gospel. So that's something that we do is we repent and we believe, right? Right. Okay. So how do those work together? So you're getting, we're, now we're getting into like the order of salvation. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, The ordo salutis if you will. Um, Mm -hmm. And so like faith and repentance happens sort of simultaneously. Okay. Basically like God changes your heart, Mm -hmm. gives you faith and brings you to repentance Mm -hmm. simultaneously, basically. Um, So you wouldn't make that decision in and of yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you're a sinner. Yeah. Uh, which verse is it? it? says, no one seeks after God. Is in Romans, I think, right? Yeah. Um, but, so yeah, no one in and of themselves, because we're sinners, would choose God mm-hmm. of their own will because we're slaves to sin. Um, so God first has to change our hearts change our will right which is very much an act of love and grace Mm -hmm. (laughs) um in order for us to choose him right yeah so once he changes that will then we choose him Mm -hmm. because now we're able to right yeah, exactly. So even though we're saying that it is all of God, it is an act of God, it is his grace that um, causes us to be saved. We do experience it in such a way where we, we um, I was going to say react, but that's not the right word. We respond. That's, yeah. There we go. We respond to what God has done. Mm-hmm. So we, ha- we just have to be careful with that because... Um, it can go, you can go different ways with it. I mean, I think I'm maybe walking out on a limb here, but I believe like the, the Catholic, the Roman Catholic view is that there are meritorious works, right? So mm-hmm. there are things that you can do to cause your salvation um, before God. So, so salvation is not 
purely an act of grace. It is God's grace along with our works mm-hmm. that save us. Um, and while from our perspective, it does seem that way that God, you know, reaches out to us and then we reach out to him. And that's, that's when salvation happens. Um, we're, we're saying that, yes, we experience that change, but we also have to step back and say that we can't actually change our own wills. Right. Right. So we've talked about, um, you know, talking about the five points of Calvinism that we, um, that God chooses us and we are totally depraved and we, we can't choose God of our own free will. Mm-hmm. Um, can't meaning that like our will will never choose him because right. we're broken we're sinful yeah um and so we would never choose to um serve a perfect holy loving god um we we are unable to do that because we can't change our will so because our will is always bent towards sin and not towards the perfection of who god is then we need god in order to change our wills so that we can then therefore um will to repent and will to believe in god Mm -hmm. that's not something that we can do in and of ourselves so when we say that it is by grace alone, we are emphatically stating it is a work of God. Right. Right. It is not something that we do to save ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, as I just stated, like that is kind of the linchpin between Christianity and really any other religion. Right. Um, but also real uh, Christianity and Roman Catholicism mm-hmm. because um, it's a mixture of both faith and works well i say faith or excuse me um faith is a is a work i believe well in, faithfulness is a work i i'm i'm talking about in roman catholicism oh okay. not not okay. in christianity okay i'm saying that i i believe that that's the case but i could be wrong with that but but um i know it's a mixture of works and god's grace so i'm i'm kind of mixing up grace and faith excuse mm-hmm. me um, but it is, but yeah, Christianity says that it is by grace alone. It is God's, um, saving work right. that saves his people. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a monergistic salvation, not a synergistic one. Right. Um, yeah. So I wanted to, I'm sure you probably have this verse in your notes too. It's the most obvious one that, uh, talks about this, but, uh, in Ephesians, uh, chapter two, verses eight through nine, for by grace, you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not as the result of works so that no one may boast. Mm-hmm. Um, to prepare for this week, I'd been reading through, um, the book of Galatians. Nice. Um, and it's so funny because I mean, like every religion is like, besides Christianity is works-based, right? Mm -hmm. Um, or at least somewhat worse works-based. And, uh, but there are also those who consider themselves parts of a part of Christianity. Um, so like Roman Catholicism or, um, Mm. um, there's a 
a sect called Hebrew Roots. Um, and there's, um, I know what Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons also consider themselves Christians. Okay. Or some of them do anyways. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was reading through Galatians. I read through it a couple of times and, uh, it's just, it's so plain. Mm-hmm. I mean, Paul just like harps on it again and again and again. It's like, it's not fulfilling the law, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, but there was specifically um, one section that really, really stood out to me. Um, it's when Paul is uh, talking about when um, Peter, when he had to like, call out Peter mm-hmm. um, and so I wanted to go through that unless you had anything you wanted to add before I get nope. into that okay um, so that's uh, Galatians chapter 2 starting in verse 11 but when Cephas that's Peter came to Antioch I opposed him to his face because he stood condemned for prior to the coming of certain men from James He used to eat with the Gentiles, but when they came, he began to withdraw and hold himself aloof, fearing the party of the circumcision. So if you don't know the, um, one major thing that, um, separated the Jews and the Gentiles, um, one of the major things was circumcision. Um, and you know, Paul and Peter, both being Jews, were both circumcised. Um, but they're, you know, since the Great Commission was given, they're preaching to the Gentiles, and um, Gentiles are now being grafted in and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. So uh, starting again in verse 13, the rest of the Jews joined him in hip. hip- Sorry, the rest of the Jews joined him in hypocrisy with the result that even Barnabas was carried away by their hypocrisy. But when I saw that they were not straightforward about the truth of the gospel, I said to Cephas, Peter, in the presence of all, if you being a Jew live like the Gentiles and not like the Jews, how is it that you compel the Gentiles to live like the Jews? We are Jews by nature and not sinners from among the Gentiles. Nevertheless, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Jesus Christ so that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law, since by the works of the law, no flesh will be justified. But if, while seeking to be justified in Christ, we ourselves have also been found sinners, is Christ then a minister of sin? May it never be. For if I rebuild what I have once destroyed, I prove myself to be a transgressor. For through the law, I died to the law, so that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh. I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. 
I do not nullify the grace of God. For if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died needlessly. Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa. (laughs) I don't know how much clearer you can get. (laughs) It's like multiple times he says that it's not through the law, but through faith in Christ. Um, and yeah, I'm just like, I don't understand how, how you can read that and still say, but I need to fulfill the old Testament laws or, you know, whatever ceremonial stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but I'm not sure that, you know, someone would would necessarily say that you need to fulfill the Old Testament laws in order to be saved. Well, I, I was just using that as an example, like, but just that doing good works would add to your salvation or something or. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's where. I mean, yes, I agree that it's very clear in those verses, but we also have to acknowledge that we all come to the Bible with our own, like... Presupposition. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and our own assumptions. So that someone can read that and, and, yeah, say, well, no, I don't have to do the works of the law in order to be saved, but I still need to reach out to God. Like, I still need to be the one, you know, I still need to do... XYZ, I still need to carry out these works in order um, for my salvation to actually, you know, be applied. But then that's be just effectual. speaking out of two sides of your mouth. Well, I agree with you, but I'm <laughs> saying, I'm saying, I, I, yes, it is clear, but I'm also saying that like humans have a tendency to <laughs> uh, misinterpret things. Yes. You know, so very true. Um, and it's not. If you've been taught a certain way for a long yeah. time. Then. I wasn't saying that to be condemning. I was just trying to, yeah, get it across that like scripture is very clear Yeah. on this. Yeah, I agree that it's clear for sure. Um, one thing I wanted to kind of talk about a little bit. So we believe as Christian, like because we're saying that this is an essential of the faith, um, you know, like we talked about the gospel, we had our second week of like what it looks like when you get this wrong. Um, we also kind of wanted to flip this conversation as well. So like, we believe that Christianity, you need to believe that it is by grace that you have been saved, Mm -hmm. right? That it's a gift of God that you are saved. Whereas like we mentioned earlier, every other religion is based on what you do, Mm right? Right. Um, so what, yeah, I guess what I want to say is like what this looks like when you get it wrong. And Mm -hmm. I want to kind of split the hair a little bit because I don't want to, well, not necessarily. I just want to say like, I want to be clear that we're not saying that synergistic Christians are not Christians, right? So those who don't agree with the points of Calvinism, um, there are ways that 
that like like Armenians get around um, this idea of like we have nothing to do with our salvation that mm-hmm. it's all God. There are things like um, provenient grace, which while I don't think is consistent, um, I think it, there are very much problems with that. Um, we still people who hold to that are still brothers and sisters in Christ. Right, but they don't hold that it's faith plus works. Right, exactly. And so that that's why I wanted to that's why I wanted to address this is like we're not saying you have to be a calvinist in order to be saved. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's not the case. We're not saying you have to be a monergist in order to be saved. Um we definitely think that has lots of implications for the mm. Christian life. Yeah. Um but at the same time we don't want to yeah, we don't want to outright condemn people mm-hmm. who um still get the gospel right, you know? Um, because I think they would also agree that, yes, it is all by grace. And that's why also why we kind of started off talking about what that means, like our, our definition of what grace alone means. Um, we do experience where we make choices, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um, and we've talked about this plenty of times before is like, we're not against free will. We're not against choice. Like as, as Calvinists, like, yes, we believe all that we do experience real choices. Um, we do real things, but there's something on the back end of that. There's Mm -hmm. our, our wills. We cannot change our wills. Mm -hmm. Um, we can't muster up faith in and of ourselves. Right. Um, and so that's why, um, it is a grace of God. Yeah. Um, Yes, it can, it can, uh, it, the fruit of what God has done is our experience of that, right? Um, God saves us without our input, <laughs> is what we're saying. But we experience fruit because of that. We experience a love for God. Mm-hmm. We experience a repentance, a willingness to repent. Um, and we make choices in this life not to sin because God has given us a new heart, one that can choose not to sin. Um, but yeah. that not sinning is not a part of our salvation. It, it, it's not, our salvation is not um, contingent on whether or not we sin because it's not based on our works at right. all. It's based on what God has done. Yeah. So I just wanted to be clear mm-hmm. that, you know, we're not, we're not condemning um, sex of, of true Christianity. Um, of the, you know, though we have some issues, um, it's not, it's not, that's not where the essential lies. The yeah. essential is that we cannot save ourselves. We can't add to our salvation. Right. Well, and saying. either side can be taken too far. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. Um. I I just wanted to be very careful because we're talking about essentials of the Christian faith. Because we're claiming these things, if you get them wrong, you no longer have Christianity. Right. Um. So every Christian ought to know these things. Right. Um. So when we talk about grace alone, and and I think, I think the majority of Christians would give assent to this concept. You know what I mean? Like I don't think this is one where people kind of like sneak in and get things wrong sort of like what we talked about the, uh, about preaching false gospels and and 
you know, what it looks like to have a ministry based on a false gospel last week. Uh, I, I don't know that there are that many people sneaking into churches, you know, that many wolves kind of building up new sects of Christianity based on, you know, doing certain works. It happens. Um, it does happen. No, yeah, it certainly does. But it's also, I, I'd say it's it's probably more pronounced. I guess, may, you know what, maybe it's, maybe it's that it's 2019. <laughs> um, maybe it's that there's more of a stark contrast. Uh, maybe it's that we're not, you know, it's not like 20 years ago, Bible Belt kind of a thing where like everyone is just a cultural Christian, you know right. what I mean? And so then you have to be a better Christian and you have to do these things in order to really be a Christian. You know what I mean? Maybe that's why, maybe that's why I'm I'm thinking it just, I, I feel like it's much, it's a, yeah, it's a much more stark difference. And nowadays it seems to me that if you ask kind of the random Christian on the street, Hey, do you believe that it's a gift of God? Your salvation is a gift of God. I, w- I would say by and large Christians do believe that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it's important to understand that it's so. not, that we're not, we cannot save ourselves. Mm-hmm. It is all by grace that God saves us. And once again, said it a couple of times now, it, it really is what makes Christianity so much different than every other religion that tells you to do something, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I, I, I think even if you talk to someone who is not religious, um, the one thing that they would say, you know, that, that religion does is, is it, it's behavior modification, mm-hmm. right? It's, you know, oh, that works for you. If you, you know, it makes you a better person mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Like that's not necessarily the goal of Christianity. It's a fruit of Christianity, but that's not the point. <laughs> right. The point is what God has done. And that's, you know, also melds in with what we talked about with the gospel, um, is that it's the proclamation of what God has done. Mm-hmm. And what he has done is he has saved his people, and that is a grace. It is not a a requirement. It's it's not the law. <laughs> um, like the law requires things in order to to be kept. Yeah, I think um I think it's sort of a simple concept to grasp, but it can be very hard to live out, if that makes sense. It can mm-hmm. be very, it's very easy to get it wrong in application, if that makes sense. Okay, okay, how um, do you see that? <clears throat> just because of our human nature, we automatically go back to us trying to do it ourselves. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. Um, And so, I mean, I've seen this time after time after time of just people way too focused on moralism. Okay. Um, Even people who, you know, consider themselves Christians, like just get way too focused on moralism instead of the gospel and tend to get legalistic, um, mm-hmm. which is very, very dangerous um, because, I mean, if you're trying to quote unquote be a good Christian by doing certain things, 
Um, and basically like doubting your assurance constantly because you're not doing things perfectly, you know, mm-hmm. um, that I see it going two different directions. You'll either go into despair and depression because you can't do it or you'll be really self-righteous and think that you do it much better than other people. Does that make sense? Un- I mean, unless you believe that it's a grace of God and, and you're thankful for well, the you fruit might that know you that, experience. But in application, it probably like... I used to I used to listen to a podcast um, by a couple of ladies who um, I considered, and I, I still consider um, sisters in Christ. I believe that they know the true gospel and um, are hold to the essentials. But um, the way that they talked on their podcasts, it was all about moralism and doing things just a certain way. Okay. And I just, I had to stop listening to it because honestly, like I, I was finding myself comparing myself to these women and exactly how they did things and thinking that I was doing it wrong because I wasn't doing exactly the way they were doing it. So Mm -hmm. like, that's what I'm saying. Like it's very dangerous to preach moralism basically (laughs) Um, yeah, we, we certainly need to be moral, Mm -hmm. um, because we love Jesus and want to do what he's commanded. Right. Um, but our salvation is not contingent on those works. Right. And it can just be very disparaging to send, sit under teaching like that um, or it can just puff you up <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah, make you think that you're better than everyone else. Um, so yeah, that's just something that I've noticed, unfortunately, okay. within Christendom okay. um, that it can just be very easily uh, misconstrued. Okay. Yeah, the subtlety of thinking that you need to, yeah, relying on your works in order to prove that you're saved. Right. Um, Yeah, you definitely have to be very careful because we do believe, you know, it's funny, we talked about, or you mentioned how like being married has been sanctifying. Like we believe in sanctification. We believe that God will um, produce fruit in you if you are walking with him. Like if you are one of his people, then... Yes, he's going to change it. He gave you a new heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to be different. Yeah. Uh, you're a new creation in Christ. Um, yet th- that's not what we base our salvation on. Right. Right. So um, if if we don't see that fruit, we can't, that doesn't mean that we're not saved, um, that, that he hasn't granted that to us. And there, you know, it might be a little cliche, but we can, we, you know, take it for what it's worth. Like, I think of the thief on the cross, mm-hmm. you know, he could not have done and he was, you know, you hear about like deathbed conversions. That's like literally what this dude, right. He was dying yeah. for his sin, for his own personal sin. 
in this life. We don't know what he did. He, well, he was a thief, right? <laughs> so do they crucify thieves? I don't know. Regardless. Um, I mean, I guess so. Yeah, something. He must have stolen from someone, you know, high up there. I don't know. But um, regardless, like he was being punished for things that he did in this life. So clearly he was not um, a rule follower. Right. <laughs> but he recognized Jesus as Lord. Mm-hmm. And... Jesus himself said today, you'll be with me in paradise. Like he was granted salvation. That is God's grace upon his life. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean we're all going to be like the thief on the cross and we don't have to change our ways. Like, no, God will produce um, good works in us right. uh, because we're a new creation. Right. But that's like not Like James what our... says, faith without works is dead. Yeah. Not yeah not works without faith. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yes, that's certainly a part of the Christian life, but it's not what we base our salvation on. Right. There is a, a certain, it, it, we have to be careful both. There's, there's the pendulum swings both ways, mm-hmm. right? You definitely have to be careful that you're not preaching moralism. At the same time, you have to be careful that you're pre- you're not preaching antinomianism. Called, yes, antinomianism, <laughs> yeah. which just means that there is no law against right. that. Literally, just means against the law. Yeah. Oh, so, I'm I'm saved. I can do whatever I want to. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's it's all grace, so it doesn't matter what I do. So yeah, I'm cool. It's cool if I continue to sin. Like that's fine because I'm saved because Jesus paid for these sins. So I'm gonna go sin it up. That just shows that you are unrepentant and yeah. are not actually saved. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, um, so it go it goes both ways. There are certain ways that Christians ought to live. Yeah, right. There are. Yeah, we should be moral people. We should live. Um, we should live by God's law, mm-hmm. but we're not required to for salvation. Like it's right. not. That's not how we get our ticket punched. Well, and that's the point that you were making earlier. Like with all the other religions in the world, it's all based on law, on moralism, on doing these good things that whatever the God is Mm -hmm. says that you should do. Um, And that either gets you into heaven or whatever it is or it doesn't. Um, And Christianity stands completely apart from literally every other religion mm-hmm. because they're, and that's something that our, one of our pastors said this past week that I really loved is that like, um, Christianity could not have been thought up by man. Yeah. Because literally every other man-made religion is based on works. Yeah. What? It's the only one that's not. Yeah. And we no no human being would think of that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's pretty, I mean, it's profound if you recognize it. It's slightly implicit. Like the Bible plays that out, right? All the quote unquote heroes in the Bible, save for Jesus himself, um, they were all, they all explicitly messed up in their lives. They all yeah. made terrible decisions. They like, were all sinners. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like even Paul, it goes out of, the dude who wrote like, most of the New Testament, maybe not most, but like you was know. murdering Christians beforehand. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, you see the terrible things that he did. Um, it explicitly talks about in Acts, like the first martyr was done 
at the command of Saul. Mm-hmm. You know, Stephen himself in that in the that story in Acts, like oh. it says that his cloak was thrown at the feet of the one called Saul. So it's very the, like his Stephen's the, story. Yeah, like, yeah, makes me cry it's, like every it's time. <laughs> amazing, it's amazing. Um, but like every, you know, like the, in the Old Testament, the one who's referred to a lot. I mean. There's Abraham, obviously, and Moses, and you see like the screwed up things that they do. But David is referred to a lot also because Jesus is called the son of David. Right. So David is this picture of this as good as an earthly king can get. And you see how he like, pardon the pun, royally messed up his family <laughs> by um, by having lots of wives and, and kids yeah, through polygamy, those wives. adultery, murder. murder. And trying to cover up his murder. Yep, lying. I mean, pretty much every single commandment. <laughs> yeah. And it's the downfall. Explicitly. It's yeah. the downfall of Israel as a nation is at, at by his hands because it, it directly influenced his children and then the infighting with his children, mm-hmm. which ended up destroying the entire nation. So um, th- what I'm trying to say is the Bible is very, I, I said implicit earlier, um, but it is explicit in showing that no one is perfect. Like, right. No one can be good mm-hmm. it, over and over and over and over. It shows the best people are have feet of clay, mm-hmm. right? They are all screwed up except for one. And he was the one who suffered on behalf of all the others. Right. Um, and that's Jesus. And so what we're saying today grace that it is grace alone it is the free gift of god right that he gives to his people um it is not it if it were because of something that we did it would not be a gift right if we earned it in any way if there was anything that god saw in us that was good and therefore he said oh yeah i'm gonna choose that person because they're a little bit better than this other person then it would not be a gift. It would be because of something within us. And that's simply not true. Um, God is impartial. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. I just went to Romans 3.23 because what you said is yeah. Romans 3.23 basically. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, being justified as a gift by his grace through the redemption, which is in Christ Jesus. All right. Got any more thoughts? We done. I don't think I have anything else to add. I think we're good. If we miss something, please shoot us a comment or a message on our mini venues. Would you like to list those off? Sure. Yeah. You can email us at so talk to me podcast at gmail.com. We're on Instagram. Our handle is so talk to me podcast yes we have a facebook page which is also so talk to me podcast and we're also on twitter our handle there is at so underscore talk to me all right yes so remember next week we'll be going live for our 100 episode extravaganza yes so you have to be you have to have liked and followed our page in order to see that because we're going to be doing it live on our Facebook page. Yes. So. It's going to be through Facebook because it worked last time. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're going to do. We'll share it on our personal pages as well, but it will be through the, so talk to me. Yeah. So if you want to watch and interact, you'll have to make sure you go and like and follow us and 
um, probably put like a, I don't know, what is it? A star on the notifications or something so that you'll actually be notified yeah. <laughs> when we're going to get started. But yeah, that'll be next Thursday. Next Thursday. At so 9.15. Yes. If you usually listen to us on Friday, this is when we record the episodes or Thursday nights. Right. And so um, it's going to be the 15th of August mm-hmm. at 9.15 Central Time. So however that works out for anyone who's not in Central Time, you can do the math or yeah. ask Google to do the math. I guess if you're... 9.15. I'm trying to work PM. it out. Like East Coast, West Coast stuff. But anyways, so yeah, this was a fun discussion. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. <laughs> Grace, always, it's it's amazing, right? Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. Okay. Yep. Just had to get that in there, you know. You had to. <laughs> All right. Do you have any recommendations before we head out? Ooh, reco recos. Um, there's a book coming out. Um, it won't. I don't think it comes out until like the beginning of September. But, um, it's called Beyond Authority and Submission: Women and Men and Men in Marriage, Church, and Society by Rachel Green Miller. And I'm really excited to read it. Mm-hmm. I'm a. Uh, I'm in a Facebook group with her um, and I've interacted with her a little bit and um, just, you know, seen her comments on things and read some of her posts and articles and I just really like the way that she thinks. And I've heard her on a few other podcasts, so I'm excited to, to read her book. Cool. I'm sure it'll be very insightful. She's a very studious woman, so. Cool. Awesome. Um, I've been reading a book by John Piper, actually called Think, and it's really good. I'd highly recommend it. It's a book about thinking and how, (laughs) well, it's, it's how like the scripture, like basically how thinking is a good thing, (laughs) right? How God created um, logic and allowed us to think his thoughts after him. Um, yet at the same time, um, we can think wrongly. Um, and I don't mean that like, yes, we can have false ways of thinking, but also we can put thought and logic and rationality above other things and it can be cold and callous. And that is not, um, the kind of thinking that God wants from us. It is, it, we as Christians ought to both think and feel mm-hmm. um, and understand with our hearts as well as our minds. And so I think John Piper just does a really uh, good job of kind of talking about that. The The one thing that I'm impressed most with the book, and it's simply because I haven't actually listened to John Piper in quite a while, is the way that he um, exegetes scripture like I don't know, I can't remember what one of these. He has a. It's you not know a podcast. When the book was written. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. Um, 
but he had these little videos that he would put out where he would just take like one scripture and you would see kind of his notes and he would be drawing like how the words connect to each other and then the thought process behind the words. He is just really oh, yeah. good. On the little like light projector thing. I remember watching that. Oh, well, he's done that on some, yeah, some yeah. things that we've seen. I think it's called Look at the Book. Okay. Um, but anyways, I'm just really impressed with the way that he's able to to follow and, and exegete some passages of scripture. Cause that's a lot of what this book is, is just like taking passages and, and picking them apart and seeing what that has to say about, cause often it's just, I mean, well, in general, logic and rationality is just kind of assumed mm-hmm. unless you are, you know, postmodern and that's your truth kind of a person mm-hmm. uh, to which I have <laughs> lots of things to say that clearly you wouldn't agree with me on because you don't agree with me on any, anything because you don't believe in absolute truth. But um, it, yeah, he. I think it's just, it's a really good book. I'm going to listen to it again because I feel like I didn't catch everything. But um, yeah, Muy Bueno, mm-hmm. Think by John Piper. Just a little disclaimer. The things that we like recommend um, or if we, you know, rec- obviously we've, rec- we've recommended two books today. Um, just a little disclaimer that um, we don't, I don't think we really like agree with any one theologian 100%, if that makes sense. Oh no, we've um, said that. So yeah, but but just like, you know, if there's, I don't know, something that maybe one of the authors that we recommended is off, like, just know that we like we don't agree with Piper on everything and um I haven't I haven't read all of Rachel Green Miller's stuff so I don't I may disagree with her on some things as well so mm-hmm. just that disclaimer yeah yeah like use your brain <laughs> you can disagree with us and you can disagree with the things that we recommend for sure it's not a, our recommendations are not of people. They're of things that they've created. Right. That we've enjoyed. So, yeah. Good stuff. Any other recommendations? Nope. All right. Then we're done. Um, we're going to go to bed so we can get some rest and float the river tomorrow. Yay. Or today, if you're listening to this on release day, we're having fun. All right. Good night, peoples. And remember, go talk to your spouse. Have a good conversation about something. Yeah. Talk about something. Think of something. Think, huh? See what I did there? (laughs) Think about authority and submission or beyond authority and submission. That'd be a good conversation. And how it's all about grace. (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying. I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. All right. Good night. Bye.